Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to DSC's Campfires with Larry Wysoon. The unique blend of hunting, conservation, and the outdoor lifestyle, delivered in an entertaining, informative fashion that only a veteran outdoorsman can do. DSC's Campfires is brought to you by DSC, Conservation, Education, and Hunter Advocacy. Hornady, Accurate, Deadly, Dependable. Trigicon, Brilliant Aiming Solutions. Taurus, Makers of the Raging Hunter Handgun. Burnham Brothers Game Calls, Double Nickel Taxidermy. Now here's your host, Larry Wysu. Before joining Larry with today's episode, let's get a few words from Hayden Outdoors, the brand that sells land through our conservation today. When it comes to the choice of whether to graze cattle or not, it really kind of depends what your long-term goals are. Cattle grazing as a whole is not bad unless it's totally overdone and you overgraze the property. But there is a little bit of good in that as well, too, because you remove a lot of the grass cover and then a lot of the weeds and the wildflowers can come up. They've probably been there for a long time anyway. Whether you graze cattle or not, as I mentioned, comes long-term goals. If you're really interested in wildlife, you probably want to carry on a rotational grazing type system, or you may want to totally pull the cattle off of it for a while, such as I've done here on my place. I'm Larry Wysoon, and appreciate you being with us this morning on Conservation Today. Now on with today's episode. Welcome to another campfire with uh, this morning, Mr. Corey Mason with DSC and the DSC Foundation. Corey, it is such a pleasure to have you back around the fire. Good morning, Larry. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. You and I spent a little time together not very long ago on the Trinity River, and it was kind of like homecoming, I think, for you in a lot of ways, because you <laughs> spent some time, particularly in that area, as a wildlife biologist and as a supervisor for that area, as I recall. It was a wonderful day, like you say. It was like going home. It uh, was It was for me, too. <laughs> it really was. I love the Trinity River. Spent a lot of my career working up and down that part of the state, and 
Uh, it was a wonderful time spending today with you. I really enjoyed it. Well, it was absolutely perfect, except the, for whatever reason, the water <laughs> temperature, the water lack of water, the alligator gar were biting like they normally do, but we, you were able to catch one. So that was that was one of the goals, and the other goal was hopefully for you to catch one that was like seven feet long or something. But we'll have to do that on another trip. I have that effect on fishing. I can usually find the off button pretty quick. Well, yeah, that's usually me too. I was hoping that that were the case. We got those two negatives. We got to farm a plus. Unfortunately, not this time, but we'll do it next time. It was awesome. Thank you. You're most welcome, and we'll do it again very soon, I promise you. Corey, we're into the back part of summer. Lots and lots of things going on with DSC, and of course, DSC Foundation as well, too. But particularly, what's happening right now with DSC? Yeah, so we have a lot of fun things happening right now. It's sort of a buildup for some events and others. It's really building towards the, you know, towards the fall and, and early part of the year. But uh, right now on the back end of our chapter world, we have a lot of great chapter partners across North America. Um, and in fact, looking maybe to, to spread our wings a little bit internationally in the not too distant future. Like so that. sort of stay tuned to that. Yes, uh, sir. But uh, we have uh, uh, three upcoming events in the very near future. Our uh, chapter partners in New Mexico and Georgia have an event in the next couple of days, a banquet, online auctions, raising dollars for critical mission interest uh, support. And uh, and then our Lubbock chapter partners uh, have an event later part of the month. And so a lot of preparations and working with our partners there for that. And in fact, just recently, we had one of our chapter roundtables where we get all the chapter leadership together via Zoom and enjoy coming together, fellowship, talk about relevant topics and items and interest and collectively build that cohesion with that group. And it's just a wonderful group of people that we're so fortunate to get to work with. I was able to sit in on that particular meeting, and it was. I, it was so great to see those guys interact. It was like, and my thoughts are always campfire is a great place to do those kind of things. <laughs> yeah. And it had that feeling. It yeah. really had that feeling of a bunch of friends getting together and talking. And uh, there were some great ideas presented. There were. It's fun because it started off with some hunting tales, and then it kind of transitioned <laughs> into business. So it, it's our kind of people for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about. I know that we've got. Uh, well, I've just gotten finished with an event for the Oklahoma. Oklahoma chapter. We did a trophy room social that I was able to speak at, and that was absolutely fantastic. Had a lot of great people. Had, had quite a few people there, actually, that I think are going to be new members or have not previously been involved with the chapter. So that, I think, is extremely good because that's a good chapter to begin with as well, too. It is. Those guys in Oklahoma are just outstanding people. Fun to be around, doing great work. And, and those trophy room tours are a lot of fun because they they just give you the opportunity to sort of reflect on your own personal experiences, time in the field, hear about others, and maybe give you some ideas about things you want to do. And in fact, uh, coming up here in September in the DFW area, we have a, uh, a trophy room tour taking place as well. And it's, it's just a really fun time. You know, and our member, many of our member events are really starting to gear back up. And October, we're going to have a, a member tales hunt night, you know, really sharing experiences and stories. Oh, cool. And then we turn right into events associated with our DSC 100 as we build towards convention. So we're turning that corner soon, too. Yeah, that convention's not that far away, is it? It's really not. <laughs> it's it's kind of like the mail. It just never stops. You know, it keeps coming. So, Well, I got a feeling, well, I know it's going to be an absolutely fantastic one. But let's get back to the chapter a little bit. You yep. mentioned New Mexico coming up pretty quickly. Yeah, so they have an event. Uh, New Mexico chapter, they, they've really taken their chapter in a really exciting direction for me. And by that, I mean they've really stepped into the advocacy and government affairs space there in New Mexico state of New Mexico, from a sportsman standpoint, has faced a lot of challenges. This last legislative session there, they faced challenges to access to public land, hunting allocation of resident, non-resident, 
uh, trapping on public lands. They faced a lot of challenges at the state level. And so from their leadership, from Cody Hudson and Robert Espinosa and their board collectively, they've really, really leaned into that space and, and stood up as a chapter and organized and really becoming a really strong collective voice for sportsmen there in the state of New Mexico. So extremely proud of that chapter and what they're doing. Um, and of course, their, their event will, will help raise funds for conservation, education and advocacy, but really understanding what they're trying to do as a chapter. I just really applaud them. I do too. I had a chance to have Robert on the podcast here some time ago, and hopefully here in the next two or three weeks, once they get past the event, we'll have him back on and, and uh, yep. maybe a couple other guys from out there because you're right, being in Texas, New Mexico is a neighbor, but in years past, I spent a lot of time in New Mexico hunting and, and also just visiting, and that state's always been very, very dear to me, and they are. There's some problems there right now that... Unfortunately, or I think decisions have been made by people who are maybe ignorant of what they were doing when they did those things, not realizing what the overall long-term effect would have not only on wildlife but on habitat, but also the people in New Mexico as well, too. That's, that's very true. Unfortunately, at the leadership there between Robert and Cody, there's some very political, astute gentlemen yes, there. Yes, yes. Uh, and again, the board collectively that have a knowledge from Robert's past experience serving on the Wildlife Commission uh, to just their you know connections and influence there at the state level to, to understand that there is some really, you know, uh, anti-hunting type friendly folks there that are working against us, you know, and uh, the chapter standing strong against some of that stuff, you know, when... Fortunately, uh, not taking essentially anything for granted and realizing an attack on things like trapping or quotas, those kind of things are an absolute direct assault on legal regulated hunting and knowing that any attack on those outdoor type recreational pursuits is really an attack on all of it. And so we have to stand into those gaps and really stand up and, and say no. And so, again, the New Mexico chapter is really doing a great job in that. Absolutely. Do you know if they have a pack set up there in New Mexico? I don't know that, Larry. It's a good I, question. I, I don't either. It's something I will check with him about. I'll yep. check with Robert. You bet. Because the, you don't have to be a citizen of, of uh, New Mexico to be concerned about what's going on there right now. If you love the outdoors and love hunting, and even if you don't go to New Mexico, there's a battle that needs to be fought. and We've talked about this very often in the past, but conservation costs these days, and why it's so very important to be a member of DSC and, and contribute wherever you can, whether it's from a, a personal perspective in terms of time, of sending letters, making you phone bet. calls, doing emails, and if you're fortunate enough to have the resources to provide some money to help fight some of these battles. That's right. Advocacy takes action, and it implies yes. action, and that may mean getting on the phone. It may be sending an email, sending a letter making a phone call to someone you know that can influence someone that makes them pick up the phone, whatever it might be. And obviously the financial contribution is a way to get access as well to a conversation. So any and all those mechanisms are really important to, to really make us relevant in that conversation. They are. What about the other chapter that's going on at the same time? It's the same weekend, I understand. It is. So uh, I'm actually be headed to Georgia to attend oh, their cool. event. So yeah, I'm excited about it. I haven't been to their event uh, and uh, I'll be there on Sunday evening. Look forward to that. And it uh, should be a great event. And then we turn the calendar a couple of weeks. And uh, our Lubbock chapter, which was the first DSC chapter, they have a phenomenal event. Tim Gafford and his board, just outstanding leadership there. They put a lot of money in conservation and support a lot of great projects around the world, from the panhandle of Texas to around the globe. You know, they'll have five, 600-plus people at that event. So it's a, it's a wonderful event. It really is. I was happened to be there last year and as the MC of the auction, and I'll be there again doing the same thing this year. 
But you're right. That is an absolutely great chapter. Some of their members are just phenomenal people when it comes to dealing with wildlife conservation. Of course, they've been involved in a lot of different organizations as well, too. I know there's people there with the with the Bighorn Society, Texas yep. Bighorn Society, and, and a bunch of others. And that particular community steps up when anything happens in terms of meeting, get in touch with people as far as legislators, but also... They're great supporters financially as well, too. I know you appreciate that. I appreciate that. And and anybody that loves wildlife, as I mentioned earlier, ought to appreciate that. That ought to be an absolutely fantastic event this year. It'll be tremendous. I think it's some of the folks there that that are membership and leadership of that, like Dan and Kathy Boone. Oh, my gosh, yes. If anybody knows anything about bighorn sheep, they know that they are a pillar of restoration of bighorn sheep, particularly in Texas and beyond. I mean, they have given in time and resources and beyond and they're just a great example of what a couple of people can do that absolutely moves the needle so you're right i mean they're the kind of people that make up the lubbock chapter membership and leadership absolutely they're you know the old term of movers and shakers that's right. golly, that that really describes <laughs> them but it describes a lot of our other chapters as well absolutely too. yep we've got some great chapters far up north like the michigan chapter you bet i had an opportunity to visit with them before they came became a, a dsc chapter and was tremendously impressed with what they did and and what they've done in the in the past. There are some people there that really know what they're doing when it comes to, particularly in terms of a, of a convention or a, a fundraiser type thing. They really do. They have a three-day event. It's like a mini convention there it's in Michigan. Fabulous. And they bring in exhibitors from really all over the world. They come in and it's like a family. You know, they come in and they, of course, enjoy evenings together and they have exhibition time and games and things that really bring people together and I didn't make it this year. I had a date conflict. I think I was in Washington, D.C. those you days. Were. But but I'm planning to be there next year. So That's, that's kind of my game plan. I try to go to at least as many of those as I can at our chapter events, and hopefully I'll be back up there this coming year. Another great chapter that we have is the one that's over in Nebraska and Iowa that uh, Corey Goss sees over. And there, one of the things that I've really admired, and I've been there two or three times as a speaker and helped with that event, is their dedication to youth. Absolutely. Corey Goss with a very crystal clear prioritization towards getting kids outdoors. And it's from fishing events they hold there to the purchase of highly expensive equipment like an action track chair to get kids outdoors. You know, um, I know we had the opportunity to sort of work alongside them last year when some of our great partners at the Whittington Center and Gunworks came together, providing an opportunity uh, for a young one to go and, and take a mule deer um, and they and the Heartland chapter put all those resources together and made it happen with the family and all that. So that's their level of commitment. I mean, it's second to none. Well, as, as you heard as well, too, on the recent uh, meeting we had with everybody, they have the money for a track chair. Yep. And if anybody out there knows of any young man or young woman that's deserving that will spend time with outdoors, they're ready and willing and able to provide a track chair for that that person. And if, if you can, you can get in touch with us at the DSC office. Absolutely. There are a lot of different ways to do that. Just pick up the phone. Or you can also always get in touch with me at Larry Weissin Outdoors on Instagram and some other places. And, and uh, we'll get those names to those guys and see what you, you get done. But if anybody knows anybody out there, we'd really appreciate hearing about it. Yep, that's it. We will put it to good use, and Corey and those guys have really committed to that, and it would absolutely just thrill their hearts to be able to do that. 
I'm going to come back a little bit later on, and, and we'll have Carson back on, Carson Keys. Of course, Carson is a guy that oversees kind of the, the different chapters, and and uh, we'll do an update with him probably right after all the chapter events that we've got coming up here within the next two to three weeks kind of thing. Perfect. Corey, what else is going on? I know there's lots of things going on as far as legislature and Congress and all those other things, and you're not that far away, I think, either from dealing with uh, some of the international policies that we have to deal with. Yeah, that's right. So we're sometimes we feel like we're scattered pretty thin, you know, with all these <laughs> all these fires burning on both the domestic and the international front. Right. Uh, between, of course, midterm elections that are coming up and, of course, our active PAC that's supporting those elections to make sure that to support the best we can, to support, you know, the candidates to support legal regulated hunting uh, and really an outdoor way of life. And so that's an important component from a political action committee standpoint. And and uh, for very fortunately, our recent hire of Erica, Erica Turgeson, our uh, government affairs director in Washington, D.C., uh, she hit the ground running and she, she is she has been on fire there just working proactively uh, to support bills and working proactively to make sure things don't get language doesn't get in certain bills uh, speaking specifically on interior appropriations we're on the house side of a bill that was introduced there that uh, would limit the fish and wildlife services ability to deal with some international items the ability to legally import items that were legally taken would have prohibited that with a lot of legwork on the front side when the senate version of the bill thus far uh, language is not there, uh, so fortunately, but it's a battle that we'll be fighting and tracking. Uh, so those kinds of things are there. Some other bills that are happening out there that we're commenting and working with partners on. Um, so that's from the legislative side. But then we pivot just a little bit, and we have some um, CITES Conference of the Parties that's happening in November. That'll be in Panama, and I'll be there front and center uh, providing comments, fish and wildlife service on this side, and then, of course, an active participant there at the conference. And so working with our international partners there, uh, wildlife ministries around the world, and uh, making sure that sustainable use has an active voice in the room there. Amen. You, you mentioned Miss Erica, and we'll have her on again here in probably about three weeks. Uh, she's been so busy lately that it's been kind of hard to really get her pinned down and be <laughs> yep. pinned down at the same time kind of thing. But uh, we'll definitely have her on here for too very long. Have her give us an update as kind of where we are with what's happening there in that Washington, D.C. area. Yeah, there's a lot of, fortunately, we've seen the sporting the sporting community really collectively come together, yes. which is not something we've seen in the past, and I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit that, but, uh, you know, I think most organizations have recognized the need for that, so it's been a great improvement, uh, and a good example of that is, in fact, uh, next week, the American Wildlife Conservation Partners annual meeting is taking place, and Erica will be representing DSC there, and that's a consortium of many, uh, you know, wildlife-related conservation partners from Ducks Unlimited and National Wild Turkey Federation to obviously DSC, etc., cetera, uh, Boone and Crockett, many, many, many more uh, talking about conservation needs, matters, ways to lean in together and have a strong amplified voice and resources. And so uh, that's another thing on the many fronts that's happening right now in front of us, but yet has a long-term impact, you know, as we go forward. Absolutely. We need to all work together. One of the things we need to do is leave egos at the door and right. uh, let's get this thing rolling. And, <laughs> That's right. and it's starting. It, it really yep. is happening that way. Yep. That is so encouraging as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it is. And it's been good to see. You know, AWCP has been there for a long time. Right. But to be able to see 
organizations come together, as we've needed to for a long time, but really recognize that and come together and stand together to support and oppose pieces of federal legislation as well as some state-level legislation, it's been very heartening to see. Absolutely. You mentioned partners. We've got some fantastic partners with DSC, and all the way from the Wild Sheep Foundation to just Booty Crockett Club, and this goes on and on. And one of those on the list is the Houston Safari Club. You bet. And they're celebrating an anniversary this coming weekend as well, too. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm super proud of those guys. It's a great organization. Joe Bitar, their CEO there, is a friend of mine, does a wonderful job. And, yeah, very excited for them. I, I am, too. I'll try to be down there for at least a day of that. And uh, I think they're going to hold it. I know they're going to hold it at the Conroe Tax Derby Headquarters. Absolutely great facility. Absolutely. And, but you're right. There, there's some absolutely great partners there. And interestingly, I know that a lot of their members are also members of DSC and vice versa. And, and I, I think the more we can work together with them, I think the better that will be for everybody involved. They've, yeah. they've done a great job, particularly in terms of, of, of providing monies for education purposes. You and they've done just a fabulous job there. They have. And like you mentioned, holding that event there at Conroe Taxidermy, Barrett Simpson's just a very generous guy that supports oh, lots of DSE, Houston Safari Club as well. And, yeah, he's a great partner to many as well. Absolutely. I remember during the time frame when we had to have the virtual convention and we yes. couldn't do it. I happened to be down at the Conroe thing, and they very graciously had allowed us to bring a bunch of people in and invite a bunch of people. And it turned out to be quite an event there for that evening. Barrett was unbelievably generous with DSC at Amen. that. He did. He hosted a huge event uh, and really hosted it, compliments to DSC, and it was incredible. He brought a lot of people to support our mission and really financially support us in a time that was very difficult in the absence of our convention. So he's a very generous man. Amen. Well, we're hitting in, hitting into, hitting into, hopefully, but into the hunting season. What do we need to be concerned about? A lot of our thoughts right now are on hunting, of our personal hunting experience, getting out with our friends and getting out with our family and, and having an absolutely great time and harvesting some really good game animals as well, too, for for the fun of hunting, but also the, the, the meat as well, too. What are some of the things that we as DSC members and those of us that might not be DSC members, what can be what can we be doing right now to make certain that in the future we can look forward to hunting season just like we're doing right now? Absolutely. You know, so that, that activation and, and knowledge base that comes from supporting and being a member of an organization, if that's DSC, which we'd love to see, or if it's Amen. another organization, but to make sure that you're informed no matter where you are at the state level, irrespective of the state that you live in, every one of them has challenges. Uh, from an anti-hunting, anti-Second Amendment, et cetera, uh, sort of legislative standpoint. And then, of course, on the national front, you know, the issues that we have there. So be a member of an organization, and the importance of that is then you have information sent to you about things that you need to need to have knowledge of, things you need to support, things you need to oppose. Uh, and, and be active, you know, be that active voice. Yes, don't sir. be complacent. Uh, don't, you know, don't have that hunter apathy that we see so many, many times. Don't think something's not going to impact you. But then another thing that I tell no matter people, no matter where they are, you know, the state you live in, buy a hunting license. Support your game and fish agency. Support wildlife conservation through the purchase of that hunting license. Now, I certainly hope you go use it, but even if you don't, buy a hunting license. Absolutely. That's my thought all the time. Somebody says, what can I do to help wildlife? And the first step is 
among others, is by that hunting and fishing license. Right. Because that helps support whatever conservation is going on. Yep. Conservation meaning the wise use of. It's not Absolutely. the preservation of. It's the wise use of the habitat and the animals both themselves. So. Uh, absolutely, that to me is, is one of the things we need to do. The other thing, you mentioned midterm elections coming up. Yep. To me, the importance really at this time is to get yep. to know your candidates, know where they stand on That's different right. issues, and not only have that knowledge, but then go out and vote. That's right. Be active. Go be vote. Be active. And, and be part of the process. You know, And if someone sends you, regardless of what organization it is, if it is a pro-wildlife conservation organization, they send you an action alert or they send you a candidate to consider, do your research, you know, investigate on your own, look at their website, see what they stand for, see what they oppose for. You can look at voting records. Absolutely. Uh, and and make sure what they're saying is the truth because it can be misleading for sure. So, Yes, unfortunately it can. So the yeah. bottom line again, as far as I'm concerned, is learn all you can about the That's candidates right. and let them be aware of how your feelings are about different topics that's as well, right too not just after they're elected but that comes to another point and you know i've talked about this in the past to, sometimes you have legislators or congressmen or senators who do an absolutely fantastic job when it comes to wildlife conservation and so very often and i'm as big about this as anybody i'm remiss in telling them thank you mm, yeah. but to me sometimes from what i've learned from years of experience of dealing with some of these guys a thank you sometimes means a tremendous amount of, as far as they're concerned, because a thank you from one of us saying thank you for supporting this bill right. or thank you for not supporting this bill, that goes a long, long way. It does, and it and number one, it's a very respectful thing to do, Absolutely. realizing that they're standing in the gap for representing us, you know, directly and indirectly, and so. It is, you know, thanking them for their service to the country, their service to our community, our way of life, thanking them for supporting things and thanking them for opposing things as well that we feel are, Amen. you know, harming to that. So Amen. absolutely being grateful for those officials that, that do support what we're, what we're looking towards. Absolutely. Let's move on to the convention a little bit very yeah. quickly before we kind of kick the coals out of this campfire. But you bet. Anything new and exciting that comes to mind? And to me, everyone's exciting anyway, regardless of whether it's exactly the same thing or not. But anything you're looking forward to, particularly this year with the convention? You know what's amazing, Larry, is the support that we've received from our exhibitor partners, our corporate sponsors, our exhibitor partners, everybody, their attendees and all of that. And the, really the momentum that DSC has seen, just the incredible support over the years, it just continues to get more and more. And an example of that is, you know, we finished this last year's convention and essentially uh, with no time at all, the 23 convention is completely sold out. As we speak right now, our exhibits team has placed 90 to 95% of the floor right now. Oh the floor plan will soon be rolled out. <clears throat> so exhibitor partners will see what all that looks like. The public can see who's going to be there. Uh, our corporate sponsors have continued to step up. We're getting new corporate sponsors and new people donating new kinds of products and, and things that they just want to support DSC as an organization because they believe of who we are and where we're headed as an organization. And so that puts a lot of wind in the sails right there. You know, that lets you know that we're doing things that are to the benefit of our members, attendees, exhibitor partners as well. And, and so... We look forward to having, I mean, we're going to have a full house already. You know, we have a dozen plus 14 hotels that are quickly filling up and we're, you know, six months out. So everything is a great sign to what's going to be a, an absolute smashing success of a convention. 
I can't wait to be very frank with you. To me, it's one of the things that I truly look forward to every year. It's like a big family reunion. But it's not too late if somebody's listening to this to, to get involved there. Absolutely. Uh, we, we do have a great volunteer program. When you get right down to the majority of that in, the entire event, you know, comes down to our volunteers. Absolutely. And there are ways to get involved with the DSC 100. Now, I, I can remember when DSC 100 meant there were 100 <laughs> people that were going to be there. Yep. Well, now we're, what, up to 600 That's or something. That's about right, so yeah. Yep. that 100 but it's like 100 percent for DSC. that's exactly right these are people that are 100 percent sold out for dsc to your point resources time whatever it is and absolutely we would love to have people that have interest in coming and participating from jobs that are really unseen if you will you know that are helping people move in move out behind the scenes to those that are right up front depending on people's skill sets and sort of what they want to do right. uh, we have a place for people to jump in and support get to meet the most fabulous people in the world and support the mission of DSC. We would love to visit with anybody that would want to spend some time and volunteer with DSC. And two, we have not yet, we've not yet printed the catalog. So not there, yet. there are also times there for somebody that wants to be a sponsor. That's right. And we'll, we'll be happy to see an individual sponsor or a company sponsor. That's right. And we have lots of great benefits, you know, that puts your, your brand or product or whatever it might be in front of. 30 to 40,000 people, uh, interested people that have the financial capacity to support, buy, purchase as well, and participate. Uh, absolutely. And so we have a lot of corporate sponsors. And what's a great point in that is most corporate sponsors, at once once they come into the DSC fold, very, very few ever leave corporate sponsorship. <laughs> no. So no. they quickly recognize the benefits. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Corey, on any of those things, the best way that we've talked about is somebody to get in touch with DSC would be through the website? Yeah, they could do that. They can go to biggame.org or they can call the DSC office at 972-980-9800. Um, do that one more time. Uh, 972-980-9800. <laughs> Um, and really can functionally talk to anybody there that answers the phone, and I'd be happy to visit with anybody myself about any of these things from a, from a political standpoint, legislative standpoint, uh, all the way to looking for ways to plug in and become a part of DSC. From membership to volunteerism, would love to have that conversation. And we'd love to see them there, by God. Absolutely. <laughs> Corey, thank you so much for joining us around the campfire, and look forward to the next opportunity, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you, Larry. Thanks for joining us around the campfire. To leave a comment or suggestion for an upcoming episode, go to Instagram at Larry Wysoon Outdoors. Please join me right here next week for another DSC's Campfires. <laughs> DSC's Campfires with Larry Wysoon has also been brought to you by The Crown Bar in LaGrange, Texas, H3 Whitetail Solutions, Remington, Texas Wildlife Association, TRHP Outdoors.